Hey everybody, welcome to the Church at South Point podcast. We are so glad that you found your way to our little corner of the online universe. If you asked me, what is the story of South Point? I would have to tell you about the time when children were born and we celebrated and the time children died and we wept. I would tell you of the people who joined our community and then those who left. I would have to tell the stories of challenge, frustration, breakthrough, joy, sorrow. You see, the true history of our community is found in the collected stories of the people and the story of a collected people. I would also have to tell you about our four core images, which communicate the heart of who we are, the well, the table, the seed, and the net. This year, 20 years on in our story, we commissioned Joy Banks to create art around these four core images. And in this next series, we are reflecting together on her art. In Joy's art, we are being called to be faithful to small things, coming to the well to satisfy our thirst, making time to sit and eat together, and welcoming others to the table planting, watering, tending little seeds, laboring together to repair and use nets. None of these actions are terribly dramatic. In fact, they're rather homely and ordinary. But you can see in her images that something really good and beautiful and whole is coming into being through these small actions. And that something looks an awful lot like kinship. The parables of Jesus remind us that the kingdom comes and becomes something quite substantial, both in size and in substance. And that this happens through such small things as seeds and yeast. This is not a coy reminder that it is okay to be small. Rather, it's a reminder of how the spirit grows spacious, substantial growth that unfolds in us and through us as we continue to devote ourselves to small things. And so we ask the Spirit to broaden our imagination for what God might be doing amidst us as we together look at these core images. Thank you, Ruth and your lovely team of musicians. Wow, it's so good. I'm looking out, I'm seeing we have a full house. It's so lovely to see your faces. Each of you chose to be here and I'm so glad for that. And you had an extra hour of sleep, but does that have something to do with the, uh, <laughs> the attack, Karen? Yeah, Karen, okay, I love the honesty of that, yeah. <laughs> Well, we are coming to the end of this big, long stretch of season called Ordinary Time. It began in June after Pentecost, and it ends with the first Sunday of Advent. And so as we finish the season of Ordinary Time, we are taking the opportunity to pause and dig deep into our four core images as a church. And we're doing that by using the beautiful art that Joy Banks created for us. And that her original piece of art is not here today. It is being protected until it's framed, but we will see her art visually on the PowerPoint 
And today, like Cruz said, we're going to be looking at the image of table. As we pause to focus on one another and God, I just want to acknowledge um, that we do this gathering, the sweetness of our gathering against a backdrop of suffering and pain in our world. I have felt so heavily what's happening in Gaza. So along with the Christ candle, I've added another candle. It's just a candle of, of sorrow. It's the color of the passion of, of Jesus's Holy Week. And I want to remember the places of violence and oppression and, and war and the mothers and fathers grieving the loss of their children and people grieving the loss of their homes in these contexts of violence. And as we do that, I also want to remember this land that we're worshiping on, which is still the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Semiyamu First Nation and the broader territory of the Coast Salish people and the way this land also has been claimed. Thank you. I love how we just got to slow down and sink into the singing of that song. It's such a good introduction to what we're going to be doing today because we're going to be slowing down and, and sinking into the image that Joy made for us. So for those of you who are new to South Point, when our church was founded, the founders chose four core images to help us remember who we are and who God's calling us to be. They kind of hold our vision for the church. And those are the well, the table, the seed, and the net. And as the pastor of South Point, I've kind of used these images as one would a compass. They point me in this good direction and help me remember what God is asking specifically South Point to be. And the one that we get to talk about is this table. And I really love this image. Maybe it's because it's this image of the table that became a portal through which we became an openly welcoming and affirming church. In the early days when we were making decisions around membership, it was our weekly practice of communion that brought clarity. Well, like whether we're gay or straight, we love Jesus and want to follow him. And one day we're going to sit around the banquet table of heaven. So why would we not be beloved family members at this banquet table on earth? And that was like the doorway. Or maybe it's because when all those political maneuverings, whether there was going to be a wall built between the U.S. and Mexico began, there was a slogan that comforted me, build longer tables, not higher walls. Or maybe it's Joe. I've said this before, but you know, being a pastor's kid is a complicated heritage. I think there's some blessings and woundings. And for a while, she needed a break from church to figure out what she believed. But during that time, there were these two things she hung on to. One, God, who she called big love for a while. And then the other was this vision of a long table. The kingdom of God is a long table where people could come and find belonging and welcome and warmth and community and food. So a table. So we're going to sink our minds and our hearts into this image together and let it simmer like good soup on the stove. How can this image of a table refresh our prophetic imagination? How does it illuminate for us our sense of the kingdom? And how does it illuminate what it means for us as a community 
to be enlivened by the presence of Christ and sustained by the presence as we follow the way of the welcoming Christ. So we're going to do this with two um, movements. First, we're going to participate in a contemplative exercise called Visio Divina, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. And then we're going to do a Lectio Divina around the scripture that Jen read. So first about Visio Divina, because that might be new for some of you. <clears throat> Visio Divina is this practice where we look slowly and linger on an image and linger in God's presence at the same time. You know, we live in this world where we're inundated with images, right? So this practice slows us down. And as we see slowly and open, not just our physical eyes, but the eyes of our heart, we begin to be illumined by the art. And the good news is this practice doesn't require any special knowledge or art appreciation skills. Even a little kid can do it, right? All it needs is this openness to give your attention to the texture and form and color of the art and then the movement inside of you. I also just want to say one of the things I like about both Visio Divina and Lecto Divina is that it kind of, as we're looking in here and we're sensing freshly what is happening inside of us, the thing we're looking at becomes alive and it begins to hold a personal meaning for us, for where we are right now in our journey. And so there's a wonder to it because it really feeds us in this moment and gives us what we need. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to move on into a Visio Divina, and um, then we're going to move on to a Lectio Divina. And in between those two pieces of looking and listening, I'm going to leave you space to reflect on what's come to you. So this is going to be a collective exercise. It's going to be your sharing that really makes, that refreshes our imagination. So just maybe get used to that. Might be a little uncomfortable, but, and you don't have to, but listen for what you might want to share. So before I put Joy's art on the screen, I invite you to listen to these words. They were penned, I think, by Scott Simpson, who was our founding pastor. And it's a description of why they chose this image of table for our church. They wrote, trapeza is Greek for table. In Christian writings, it often stands for the whole meal, and it's associated closely with the act of hospitality. So the table is a foundational ministry image at South Point. We gather around a shared meal. We welcome people to our table with coffee and refreshments when they enter our gathering, just as Jesus welcomes us to his table. And we practice hospitality with our neighbors. We give and receive, and we're prayerfully seeking ways to extend our table to include the stranger, the poor, and the forgotten of our society. And then they quoted this scripture, share with God's people who are in need and practice hospitality. Okay, with that, I invite you to clo maybe close your eyes if you feel comfortable. And we're just going to do a little preparation for looking at the image. As we begin, I invite you to close your eyes and gently become aware of your breathing. Just take a really deep breath in your abdomen. And then breathe it out slowly. And just repeat this two times at your own pace.
And then as you continue breathing deeply, I invite you to notice just the release of tension in your body that happens as you breathe. And then become aware of your feet and where they touch the ground. And let this awareness bring you into this moment and this place. And you might want to just wiggle until you find a comfortable position that you're going to stay in while you observe the art. And now I invite you to open your eyes. I'm going to have Sarah put the image on the screen. And allow yourself to be drawn to the art and notice what catches your attention first. And just let your eye linger there. Okay? Let your breathing keep you grounded in the present. Seeing with the eye of your heart, but lingering. And just spend a little bit of moments with this particular part of the artwork. And watch and listen to what the Holy One has to share with you as you stay with it, giving it your attention. And now I invite you to let your gaze broaden and expand to take up the whole piece. And just spend some time looking with care at each part, noticing the lines and shapes and textures, maybe the things you didn't see at first glance. I'll give you some time to do that. And just be aware whatever sensations or emotions or, or longings or discomfort the image evokes in you. What's being stirred up as you keep looking? What's being brought forth in you? And then you might consider how this artwork illuminates and refreshes your imagination. And if you find a prayer forming in you as you look at the image, you can offer a word of prayer quietly as you feel moved, as you draw your looking to a close. Okay, we're going to start with the the easy entry point. What did you notice in the art? And please just feel free to speak it out. Okay. And speak, I'm just going to repeat it for um, those on Zoom in case they can't hear you. So a black mother and her baby. Welcoming smiles. Welcoming smiles. Hmm. Big basket of apples. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a connection between the two people waving to each other, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's this presence of abundance. It's in the apple tree. It's in the, they're surrounded by nature. There's the strawberry plants at the bottom, which is kind of a little covert reference to braiding sweet grass book and the chapter on wild strawberries. Okay. The woman's kind eyes. Yeah. A single chalice. And did somebody say bread? I thought I heard bread. Okay. So yeah, on the table, there's a single chalice, there's bread, a nod to communion. There's something else on the table. A couple things. 
okay, the chalice is quite in the center of the picture and notice the finger pointing to the chalice, right? And uh, Joy told us when she introduced this, that this is a little nod to Rublev's icon, that that's the posture that I think it's Christ has in that, in that icon. There's lots of layers to Joy's work. Notice the fish, bread and fish, a nod to our scripture story, and a pie, <laughs> which I love. I love she added a pie. Okay, what did the image stir up in you? What did it evoke in you? What did it make you think about? Okay, community. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm hearing emotion in that. Yeah, and a, mo- a mom and a grandma who made pie. Yes. Yes, there's a welcome to the people who aren't at the table and a welcome to the people who might not choose to be at the table. They still get to be part of that circle of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very intentional, Joy did that, right? The people who are often excluded are the ones who are holding the table, holding space for the welcome. They're doing the welcome, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is such racial diversity and so much to age and, and uh, yeah, so much in this about diversity, racial diversity included. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and there's healing in that belonging. Yeah, I love that scripture too, Brian. Noticing with kindness and respect to those who are not at the table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I hadn't thought of that, Paul. Yeah. So this is a table that's outside. Therefore, there are no walls. It is very accessible. Yeah. Any final thoughts about how this art refreshes your imagination? And Joy did that in very, very intentionally. She said it looked better when the table was in the center and it had a boundary, but she went for that prophetic imagination of the table going on and on and on. To see how it stretches our imagination of who we are by gazing at this. Any other last things burning in your heart that you want to name or say. Mm. Yeah, it has a beautiful composition. Again, it kind of echoes the icon, Rublov's icon, which has been an icon for our community for since the beginning. <laughs> and a hospital, so somebody thought to put flowers on the table and often hospitality is remembering the little things, right? That bring the delight. Thank you. That was beautiful. One last chance while I flip to my next page. Okay. Because one of the things she tries to do is put scripture references in her art. Again, it's another layer that gets us thinking. And so she's put the bread and the fish in it. And, um, it refers to this story. So this is the scripture she gave me for this icon. 
Uh, it's Matthew 14, 13 to 21. I've left a few words out just to keep it simple. We're going to do uh, Lectio Divina, and I'm going to read it three times for you. The first time, I invite you to listen for a word or a phrase that just catches your attention, okay? That shimmers for you as I read it. And then in the second reading, your focus is going to be a little bit more inward. You're listening for what memory or emotion or feeling is evoked in you as you hear. And then in the third reading, you're going a layer deeper and you're, you're listening for like, what, what might God be saying to you through this? What response might you be being invited into? And then we'll share. As evening approached, the disciples came to Jesus and said, this is a remote place. It's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the village and buy food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them to me, he said. He had the people sit down on the grass. Then he took the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, gave thanks and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people and they all ate and were satisfied. The disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces left over. And the number of those who ate 5,000 men, and then women and children. And just sit for a moment with that word or phrase. Just let it linger. In the second reading, again, you're listening more inwardly or a memory or emotion or feeling that comes to mind or that's evoked in you, okay? I'll give you a little bit longer silence after that. As evening approached, the disciples came to Jesus and said, this is a remote place and it's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. And Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Well, bring them to me, he said. He had the people sit down on the grass, and then he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people, and they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 5,000 men, besides the women and the children. And again a memory, an emotion or feeling that begins to come as you sit and listen. Okay, third time through. And again, you're listening like, what might the spirit be inviting me to? What response might I be compelled to do? 
As evening approached, the disciples came to Jesus and said, this is a remote place and it's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the village and buy themselves some food. And Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. But well, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Well, bring them to me, he said. And he had the people sit down on the grass. And then he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 5,000 men. And besides, there were women and children. And then before we share with each other, I invite you to just pause and rest in what you've been given. Just say a thank you to God for meeting you in your body and in this place. Thank you for feeding you. And now let's continue our listening and the feeding by listening to each other. So again, I'll make it really um, easy access point and ask what word, can we just name some words that shimmered or stood out for you when you first started listening? Hmm. You don't need to go away. Satisfied, they were all satisfied. We have only, we have only. Bring them to me. Any more that need naming? Remote, yeah. Okay, moving to the next level. What was evoked in you? That's kind of a broad question, right? That could be the first reading or the second reading or the third reading, but what what was evoked in you? An image, a memory, a longing, or maybe an invitation? Compassion. Yeah, truly that, right? What Jesus requested the disciples to do was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the disciples were thinking practically and correctly that it was time to send them away, that they needed food. And Jesus said no, and then did something completely unexpected and different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to sit there and I look at the stars and to 
That's beautiful. I don't know if I'm going to do a good job summarizing that, but I'm going to try. So if they had gone back to the town, they would have been caught up in all the hustle and bustle, but indirectly by Jesus letting them stay, not only did they get physical food, but they got to be in this remote place with Jesus as he looked up to the heavens and broke the bread and they got to eat under the stars in this beautiful solitary experience of being all satisfied. Anything else? Yeah. Oh, me too. So the invitation is to shift from living out of scarcity to living from this place of abundance. There's such abundance. Yeah. Mm, The miracle starts with gratitude, right? Jesus held it up, gave thanks, broke it, which he did at communion too. The emotion was hope for David. An invitation to trust. Uh Uh-huh. An invitation to take whatever I have and bring it to Jesus. And I must tell you, I think of the scripture almost every time I preach. Without that, I would not have the hope to do what I do. One little thought that came to me, not in this exercise, but as I sat with this passage this week, like there were all these rules around who could eat together and how you ate together. But Jesus, by having this meal outside and just taking a loaf of bread and having people pass it around to each other and dividing it up, he made them break all those table rules. Like there was probably Gentiles there and Samaritans there and Jewish people there. And he treated them all like family, all like they could share food. So it's one of those ways where he just unwittingly undid everything that separated them by having them eat together. Okay. Thank you. That was so rich. And let that continue to percolate and expand our imagination of who God is making us into as a church community and what God might be inviting you into personally. That was really lovely. Brian, the other Brian. So the actions we're being called to in Joyce images are simple. Coming to a well to satisfy our thirst. Um, making room to gather around a table. Planting and tending little seeds and watching them grow. Laboring together to repair nets. They're not dramatic actions. They're small and they're homely, but you can see in each of Joyce images that something really good and really beautiful and whole is coming into being through these small actions. Like Brian said, the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. There's a healing in these images. And something is being cultivated and that something looks a lot like kinship. And we're made for kinship and we're made for connection. And at the heart of what Jesus did for us at this table is restoring us back into being family, back into being kin with God. The irony is that this is the last piece of bread. So we had literally just just enough enough for everybody. And they were all satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) So each of me filled.